Live to Washington now, here's Simon Marks. Well, Eddie, as Dan was saying there, there are massive questions now about what happens to the future of these efforts to evacuate the remaining uh, foreign nationals and, of course, the Afghans who have supported them over the last 20 uh, years in Afghanistan. And President Biden, uh, for him, the crisis has just intensified. The Wall Street Journal is now confirmed by other news organizations reporting that the U.S. ambassador to Afghanistan says four Marines were killed at the airport today uh, in that attack and another three wounded. Uh, that is confirmation of uh, earlier reports that we'd had from the State Department uh, that at least four members uh, of the US force at the airport uh, had sustained some kind uh, of injury at the airport. So the United States now saying four Am American Marines dead at the airport and three others injured. President Biden is in the Oval Office having wrapped up uh, meetings earlier today with his national security team. They were all sitting in the Situation Room discussing what was already uh, a very challenging national security situation for him in, Afghan in, in, in Afghanistan before these attacks began at Kabul airport. And then U.S. media started reporting that the attacks at the airport were underway. There was an explosion that happened. Inside the crowd, a lot of people got hurt. I think some of the Americans, they got hurt too. And so people are running around. I got a baby girl that she was five years old. She died right in my hand. There has been American persons injured. Um, again, there was a firefight that broke out. Well, this would be a perfect scenario for a suicide bombing and would just cause mayhem. And it was, of course, a scenario that the US government had warned about last night. The United States, uh, along with the British government and the government of Australia, warning their nationals to stay away from the airport because of a credible threat of an attack. It's believed that there were two separate blasts uh, at the airport today. One at the Abbey Gate, which is the northern entry point to the airport. The other at the Barron Hotel nearby. That's the hotel where American would-be evacuees have been told to congregate over the last few days before uh, they could access the airfield itself and uh, the scene of the first blast where the Taliban say 13 Afghans were killed uh, is uh, literally along that sewage canal that television viewers will have seen in the various reports that have come out of uh, Kabul over the last several days where thousands of Afghans and other Others uh, have been congregating in a desperate bid to try and seek entry to the airport. The future of this evacuation operation at the airport now very much in doubt. There are reports here. Uh, Military Times, for example, the uh, servicemen's newspaper, uh, reporting that the gates to the airport are now being welded shut uh, by uh, the US military because for President Biden now, this isn't just a national security crisis, uh, but a real crisis in terms of how he is going to engage in force protection at the airport with reports that uh, there are other efforts by ISIS-K uh, seeking to launch uh, attacks on US and international forces still at the airport. Uh, we know that prominent Democrats on Capitol Hill, including Senator Bob Menendez, who chairs the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, have within the last 90 minutes issued statements saying the president needs to continue trying to evacuate what the state 
State Department said yesterday were 1,500 Americans still in Afghanistan and, of course, countless thousands of Afghans who offered assistance to the U.S. and its allies over the last two decades. Many of them already have visas that should allow them to travel to the United States. Just yesterday, an emotionally drained and almost physically broken Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, addressed reporters and was specifically questioned about the fate of Afghan local staff who had worked at the American embassy and who have, uh, in the last few days, made it clear that they are having tremendous difficulty getting to the airport and getting out. Here's what he said. Along with American citizens, nothing is more important to me as Secretary of State than to do right by the people who have been working side by side uh, with uh, American diplomats uh, in our embassy. And I can tell you, Andrea, that we are relentlessly focused on getting the locally employed staff out of Afghanistan and out of harm's way. And let me leave it at that for now. Very unclear, though, what happens next. Remember that earlier in the week, when President Biden rebuffed efforts by the Prime Minister, the French President Emmanuel Macron and others at that virtual G7 summit meeting to extend the U.S. military operation at the airport, not only did he announce that he was absolutely going to wrap it up by August the 31st, but that he was calling on the State Department and the Pentagon to develop contingency plans in case the timeline, as he put it, needed to be adjusted and at the time he warned Americans of the dangers of a terror strike against US forces. They're real and significant challenges that we also have to take into consideration. Every day we're on the ground is another day we know that ISIS-K is seeking to target the airport and attack both US and allied forces and innocent civilians. Just in from the Pentagon, a statement by Press Secretary John Kirby. It reads, we can confirm that a number of U.S. service members were killed in today's complex attack at Kabul airport. A number of others are being treated for wounds. We also know that a number of Afghans fell victim to this heinous attack. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the loved ones and teammates of all those killed and injured. There's been a sense of chaos at the White House and Throughout Washington today, President Biden's meeting with the Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett delayed. Possibly it will be scrubbed. There's no indication of uh, any briefings coming anytime soon. We should have been hearing from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki right around now. That briefing delayed. Pentagon briefings delayed. No indication of when we might see or hear from the American president later today. But he's now facing the most consequential decision of his presidency. Does he keep trying to evacuate people from Kabul even as there is a clear and present danger to them and to the US and allied forces operating at Kabul airport or does he decide to collapse the military operation at Kabul almost immediately, get U.S. forces out and to safety, but then leave at least 1,500 Americans and countless thousands of Afghans who have worked with the U.S. and its allies stranded in a Taliban-run Afghanistan. He's facing no good options or good choices here and it is clearer by the hour and by the day that these events in Afghanistan of the last couple of weeks are absolutely going to define uh, at least uh, the first two years of his presidency.
Simon Marks reporting for LBC live from Washington.